Welcome back or welcome to the Single Track Podcast. I'm your host, Finn Melanson, and in this episode, we are talking with John Ranieri, a professional runner based in Flagstaff, Arizona. John is coming off a 212 marathon performance at the California International Marathon this past December, and will be lining up for his debut ultra at the Black Canyon 100K next week. This episode is the first in our pre-race interview series for the Black Canyon 100K. Thanks to Rabbit and HBMN for supporting. Use code SINGLETRACK20 at checkout for 20% off Rabbit products. And also use code SINGLETRACK20 at checkout for 20% off your first order of HVMN products as well. Both discounts are linked in the show notes. Thanks for your support. And with that, let's get started. John Ranieri, welcome to the Single Track Podcast. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I saw one of your recent Instagram posts, which started with the quote, I find new beginnings are exciting. And it's relating to your entrance into the ultra trail running scene. And uh, maybe talk about that for a bit, because when I think of somebody of your caliber, there can be many reasons for making the switch or at least dabbling. It could be because of, you know, um, you've hit a ceiling at a certain event or you're just curious. So I'm curious, what's your standpoint in all this? Yeah. Um, honestly, my mantra for every new season is it's a new beginning. It's, it's a new opportunity. Um, whether or not I just ran a marathon or raced a marathon or raced a half or, you know, like race a series of five Ks, uh, for me, it's, it's always a new beginning. It's always a new opportunity to get better and progress and to accept new challenges and, um, and, and, you know, hopefully to, to, um, succeed in the process. Um, for me specifically though, I mean, the ultra was, was kind of a no brainer. Um, I mean, like I'm exceptionally good at, at going to dark places. Um, and I can go to some very, very dark places. Um, you know, so for me, it's, it's, I mean, like for me, this is the perfect fit, um, at least for this season right now. Um, I'm coming off the marathon of my life. Um, you know, I had a really good result and, and, and I know I have more in me in that event. Like my ceiling is much higher. Um, but I view the season as just an exploration into the longer distances and to see what I can truly do and to truly challenge myself over, you know, like over like the marathon plus distances. So if I heard you right there, are you envisioning this race at black Canyon to be one of many more ultras in your career or are you just testing the waters um both (laughs) um you know both i mean i'm i'm very unproven at the distance i i will be the first one to it you know like admit that um yeah i i can i can tell you i've run more than 100 100 mile weeks in my lifetime probably but i haven't run anything over 50 kilometers um you know like pass a practice run. So, um, I'm very unproven at that distance and it's quite humbling to be in a new atmosphere, to be honest. It's like, um, I, I mean, like, I don't think that the ultra gets enough credit sometimes as it really deserves because it's a whole nother system and, and like your body's being challenged in this, like in this, I don't know, like in like this way different way than, than like, you know, like if you were racing a marathon, um, yeah, sure. I, I mean, like, sure, like your heart rate's lower, but like you're keeping that for 50K, 50 miles, 100K, 100 miles. And, and that's super challenging on the body physically and mentally. Um, so, yeah, man, it's 
I don't know. Like it's super exciting. I love that you said earlier that you are exceptionally good at going to dark places because I think that's a hallmark of a great potential ultra runner. I think that sure. there's a certain sure. point in these races where uh, the physical portion becomes less important than the mental mm -hmm. ability to overcome just everything that happens from like 50 K onwards. So that's cool. I, I think I'm curious, what do you know about our sport so far? Like, are there any people you've had conversations with any people you follow on social media? Um, What's your knowledge? Yeah. So, I mean, m like my knowledge, I mean, like if I'm being honest, it's probably pretty limited. Um, okay. I do follow like a few folks. Um, and, and, you know, like I am familiar with, with a handful of people in the sport. Um, okay. you know, I've been lucky to get, get some really good advice. Um, when I reached out to, uh, Jamil Corey, um, and, and I was like, Hey, I'm like, I want to run black Canyon. He connected me with a bunch of great people and I was able to get a wealth of knowledge from that. Um, I believe I talked to Nick Corey a bit and yeah. he kind of ran me through what some of the splits were going to look like at black Canyon and what people have done in the past. Um, I talked to true heart a bit and that was exciting just to kind of get yes. his perspective on it. Um, I mean, because he, he, he just literally took it from the lead and just ran that whole thing from the gun last year. So that was really right. cool. I and mean, I can vibe with that for sure. Um, most recently I talked to Reed, um, cool sat and, and he, he actually, you know, like reached out after like I posted, um, on February 1st and, and yeah, he was, he was, you know, really cool and like gave me some, you know, like really, really, you know, like, you know, like really, you know, like sound advice. Um, and, um, and, you know, like maybe some things I didn't consider before. Um, you know, besides that, I'm a big fan of, of, um, Adam Peterman. Um, I actually kind of know him from college and I think it's so cool how he's just excelled in the sport so much. Yeah. Um, I know of Jim Wamsley. Uh, like I think I met him once. Um, so I, I wouldn't say that I know him, but I mean, he's like, he's option, you know, you know, like he's obviously, you know, an exceptional face in the sport as well too. Um, I don't know. So for me, I feel like I want to find my niche kind of wherever it is in the ultra distances. And there's people who, who are, who are, you know, like exceptionally good at downhill courses, exceptionally good at uphill courses are better on pavement, are better on trail, are better on the technical climbs. Um, and for me, I'm just trying to figure out where I am and seeing where I can develop from there. Do you, I know this is early days and you know, you haven't even run the race yet, but do you have a sense of whether you could be a better ultra trail runner than road marathoner? Um, I don't know. I mean, I really like running and, and like, I like running long distances. Um, and I really enjoy that. Like for me, that's, that's, you know, one of my passions. Um, and I'm like, we'll see, uh, you know, I mean, like I have quite a bit of speed too. So like, I'm able to cover the half in a pretty quick time. And, and, you know, like my marathon's not too bad right now. Um, and my mile speed is decent and my 3k speed is decent. Um, I mean, the argument is, can I actually keep that for a mile or a 3k? Cause I might actually train for that event. Uh, yeah. but I certainly have tools in my toolbox, which I can use for the longer events. And that could be my biggest benefit or my biggest detriment. So, um, if I complement that with more endurance work, we'll see who knows. I love the list of people you rattled off that you've spoken to Reed, Nick, mm -hmm. true heart. It's, it's a great list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean like, that's just kind of a drop in the bucket, man. I mean like I've spoken to others too and I'm, I'm just trying to recollect it right now, but 
yeah, it's it's like it's honestly like a bit overwhelming because it's cool to see all the support um, of just being like, hey, like you could actually be pretty good at this. Um, and like, I'm a pretty confident guy, but I mean, I know when when other people are reaching out and saying, hey, like this is something that that you could be really good at, uh, really means a lot to me, and and like that tells me a lot about the community that I'm actually trying to you know uh, vibe with right now. So yeah. One thing I'm curious about, there's been a fair number of guys in the last five to 10 years that have entered the sport in that 211 to 213 range of of road marathoning times. And I think a fair number of them, when they first got into the sport, their hypothesis was that they could just extend that road marathoning directly into a race like Black Canyon and find success. And I think the results have been somewhat mixed, but what's been your philosophy about preparation for this race? Are you trying to follow that? playbook um, you've been trying more specific stuff you know actually i've been dropping quality to be honest um so i've been doing one quality session a week and i've and i've actually dropped mileage for my marathon build i i was up to 135 137 for mm-hmm. like for my peak week training for cim um so my strategy has really been all right like get in multiple 20 plus long runs per week um we've actually done some pretty crazy doubles too like i've done like uh, 20 and 10 and I've done a 24 and 12 on some days an average about six minute pace for each of those things. So, and you know, like for me, like I see it as like a three tiered system, I see it as, okay, am I managing my heart rate? Am I managing my effort? Am I managing my pace? Like, what does that look like? You know, like on that specific terrain. And again, for a black Canyon, it could look much different than a lot of the miles that I've run so far in training. So I'm just keeping an open mind and I'm going to adjust as well as I can on that day. Um, second is going to be the nutrition concept. And I think I had that down pat. I mean, I'm able to get in 700, 800 calories during a marathon at like a really high intensity. So for me, fueling isn't that much of an issue. And three, my biggest weakness is probably hydration. And I know that with the rising temperatures at Black Canyon, um, that can be an issue and has been an issue with runners in the past. Um, Yeah. So um i view that as those are the aspects of training that i've been working on um and i think i've been doing a fairly decent job at them i want to point out one run that you did a couple weeks back yeah sure it was a, it was, it was a three hour and change 50k yes. with 2k of climbing 553 average pace i guess it was a pr but you said that the effort felt sustainable well past 50 yes. miles so yeah talk more about that um i mean yeah man i i've i've i feel like I've like, I've always been really, really like good at endurance work. Um, and, and like that's just been in my wheelhouse. So for me, when I was running that 50 K, it just felt like I was cruising. Um, I mean, sure. Like my legs were tired and, and, you know, like I was able to take in fuel and, and, you know, like I hydrated well, but I mean, like, honestly, like I felt like, mm, I don't know, like maybe that was 100 K effort on a really, really good day, but I know I could have re- I mean, like, I know that I could have like replicated that for another 40 or 45 K. Um, I think the biggest limiting factor for me would have been obviously how would my legs feel after 70 or 80 K running that pace. Um, so that's probably my biggest detriment right now is aerobically. I I can go fast for a very long time, but I, I also really know that I don't have the wear and tear on my body. Um, to really experience anything past that 50k or 55k mark. 
you train with McCurdy from what I understand. Can you talk yes. about uh, what your coaches and team think about this move? Uh, I mean, they think I'm crazy. <laughs> uh, they, they, I mean, like I've always, I mean, like I've always made somewhat of a psychotic decision sometimes at training. And then like, they definitely think it is. Um, I mean, but they're also really supportive and they're really cool about it. And, um, and like, they know my personality and, and I go for, for, for like things that are, um, I mean, like, I don't know, like, I mean, like, I try to like punch above my weight. Um, I mean, like, I always like to find challenges that are going to be unique and that are going to push me forward in the right direction as an athlete. And I think this is the perfect fit for me and my athlete, you know, and I would say like my teammates are super supportive of that. And like McCurdy's all over it, man. Like he's loving it. Um, he's, <laughs> he's, yeah, like he's, you know, like really, you know, like digging the whole, um, ultra thing. And, um, and yeah, uh, we're like, we're having a good time with everything for sure. Do you think among your realm of runners, your caliber of runners that are still in the road scene, do you feel, do you get the sense that attitudes are changing at all about trail and ultra and building a career there and competing there? What are your thoughts? I kind of knew you would ask that question to be honest. Um, <laughs> uh, I kind of feel like that would have been slipped in. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I do, I think it's, it's like the trails are becoming way more competitive and it's not a given if someone says, I want to make the, you know, like the transition from the roads to the trails and run really fast. Um, you, you have really talented guys and you have guys that work really hard. Um, and, and you have guys that have really great results of those distances. And more importantly, people who are very like mentally sound and tough and just ready to commit and go to dark places. And I think, Mm. um, like if you're, competing against someone like that um it's it's not gonna be easy um like for me like i'm going into this race knowing that i have a lot of people to compete with and really a lot of high caliber athletes um and and for me i'm 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 gonna treat it as like as such and um I, i feel like it would be a disservice to really overlook just anyone on the top of that list You've talked about being based in Flagstaff and training there. So I'm, I'm guessing that had to have some influence, but how did you land on the Black Canyon 100K as your debut ultra? Um, so from what I've heard, it's a good ultra to kind of like dip your feet into a little bit. Uh, and um, and like, I, I don't know, like, I mean, like me and James were having this, like having this like exact conversation probably like four months ago. And I, I told him that I wanted to go into the ultra, uh, world. And he was like, yeah, like, let's do it. Like what races are available and black Canyon popped on the calendar in February. I'm like, that would be perfect. That's, that's about 10 weeks after CIM. Um, we're going to be really fit and really strong then. Um, you know, like, and it's going to be a good opportunity. And, and, and then like, you know, like when I found out that, that like the course was also suitable to people kind of I guess like finding their experience in the ultra or maybe testing out an ultra, uh, uh, then I was more confident that like this was the right choice. Would you, if you finish top two and get one of those golden yeah. tickets, would you, would you race Western States this year? Um, as of now, probably not. Um, okay. I, I have my eyes set on the marathon in the spring. Um, uh, I'm going to be racing grandmas. So I'm signed up for that. Um, okay. so um, really, I mean, I, like, I think this season, like this build 
for racing a 100k is going to prepare me for the marathon is going to prepare me for the faster stuff. Um, when, like when you talk about the 3k, 5k, 10k, anything shorter than a marathon too. Um, I mean like even a half, right. It's, it's, it's pretty much all aerobic. So, um, so like the work that you are putting in for over distance training will eventually pay off. It's just that you just have to be more specific towards your race as the race approaches. Um, so for me, this is just kind of a building block and a series of, uh, necessary steps I need to take, uh, to take my best shot at running as well as I can in the trials in 2024. I want to come back to this Instagram post you made. There's another great quote in there to close up this conversation. You say, can I truly predict how I'll feel at mile 50? Probably not. But the idea of not knowing is quite calming to me. Once you cross moments of truth, decisions become automatic and authentic, especially in uncharted territory. When I read that, I kind of got goosebumps. Can you talk about that more? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't have a blueprint for this. Um, so I'm not worried about the things that I can't control. Like for me, like I've been in situations to where, to like, where like I come to a, a moment of truth of some sort and I have to make a decision on what I'm going to do. Um, and I think the, the only decision for me is moving forward. Um, and if that means gritting it out or making the best decision I can at the time, I think that's the case, but I just don't know. So for me, I think, those decisions are going to be snapped. They're going to be authentic. They're going to be very real and in the moment, um, regardless of how I feel. Um, and I'm really excited to get there. Like, I think that's one of the things that, that people miss when they talk about the sport. It's like, whenever you run a great racer, whenever you, you have a bad racer, whenever there's something with your running that has challenged you and you have either like you have either overcome it or you haven't quite overcome it. Mm. There is this memory that you have in that moment. Um, that's very authentic and that's where the decision making happens. Um, it's, it's easy to be super confident and be like, yeah, like I'm going to crush this race. But if you can't answer those decisions in the moment, um, uh, you know, then you need to go back to the drawing board and do it again. So for me, there's no, I mean, like for me, there's, you know, like no like blueprint for this. It's just, let's see what I can do and try to be as authentic as possible in the process. Well, John, I think I speak for a lot of folks when I say we're, we're stoked that you're racing well, thank you. next weekend. We're excited that you're in the sport. Hopefully this isn't just a quick stop, but the beginning of a long career. And thanks for giving us so much perspective and dropping knowledge here today. No, I mean, you know, thank you for having me on. I'm, I'm super humbled to be welcome into the ultra community. And uh, it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun and, and I've gotten a lot of great support so far. And I'm just excited, man. It's, it's going to be a really good day for sure. One last thing before we go, if you are enjoying this Black Canyon pre-race coverage and interested in supporting the podcast, please consider one of the following three options. First, leaving a rating and hitting the subscribe button on Apple and Spotify. Two, becoming a supporter on Patreon, which is linked in the show notes of this episode. Or three, using the single track discount codes with our sponsors, also linked in the show notes. We can't do this without you, so thank you for all the support you are able to provide.